Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. There was a very interesting study released by the Montreal Economic Institute earlier this week. Productivity. Important. It's really important. It helps the country thrive. So where do you think Canada um, ranks in the G7 countries of the world as far as productivity is concerned? We'd like to think we're maybe number one. We might settle for number two. You know, the Americans might do it a little better than us. But definitely we have to be number two. And if we're not number two, where the hell are we? Well, let's ask one of the co-authors of the report, the study, done by the Montreal Economic Institute. Renaud Brossard is back with us. He's the Montreal Economic Institute Communications Director and co-author of the study. Renaud, thank you for coming back. Where do we stand? How productive are we among the G7 countries? Well, I'm sorry to tell you that we're we're neither number one or number two. Actually, out of seven countries, uh, we're number six. Uh, thankfully, Japan is doing a little bit worse than we are, so we're not at the last place yet. Uh, but it is definitely not the the place where we would wow. like to be. So we got to run around shouting, "We're number six! We're number six. Sort of, and, and honestly, it's it's something that directly impacts our the way that we live uh, because productivity. Uh, is the amount of value that's created for our work. So basically, if you're if you're less productive, uh, your salary sort of caps a little bit lower than some other countries. So in Canada, for instance, uh, our the the productivity of an hour of work in Canada is about fifty three dollars and thirty cents U.S. So what does that mean? That what does that mean to the average person? And I'm an average person when it comes to these things. What what what, is, what does it what does it mean? I'm, I I was reading it and I, I finally got it. I think, but could you explain to us what this uh, purchasing power parity and productivity all means when you put it up, put put it on paper and put it into practice? Absolutely. So when we when we look and adjust because. You know, there's countries where goods are a little bit cheaper or a little bit more expensive. So we adjust for purchasing power. That's purchasing power for comparity. Uh, but then we look at uh, at uh, GDP uh, and and the amount of basically the amount of value that's created for every single hour we work. Uh, so you know, for an hour of radio, you do an hour an hour of work I do in comms, or uh, an hour of work somebody does uh, working for Mr. Stronach that you were talking about before. Mm-hmm. Every hour of work on average in Canada produces fifty three dollars and thirty cents US okay. of value. Okay. Now of that, part of it is wages, part of it is taxes, and another part of it is profit. That's basically how how it works. So the more productive we are, well, the bigger the pie that we can share between wages, profits, and taxes. Is. Okay, I understand now. So, so, so who's so who's number who's number one? Well, number one is uh, the U.S. and the G7. Uh, so, whereas we're at we're at fifty three thirty, the U.S. is at seventy two dollars. So, how significant is, how significant is that difference between fifty three thirty and seventy two ten? Well, basically, it means that uh, it's about 40% more value that's created for every hour worked. I haven't done a calculation for the U.S. exactly, but I've looked at the G7 average. Now, that's $63.90. That $10.60 an hour difference, when you consider a 35-hour work week, Mm -hmm. 48 weeks a year, because, you know, we still need to get a four-week vacation. Sure. That comes out to uh, $17,808 less. Uh, in terms of how much it's produced by val- in value 
by Canadian workers as opposed to uh, the G7 average. So you're so, right. I don't, I don't know about you, but if I could live with 17,800 more, I would definitely think. Oh, I'm, li- I'm lining up for that. So, <laughs> but, but you're right here. This is what really people need to hear. This translates, and I'm quoting directly from your release, Montreal Economic Institute release. This translates to a standard of living that is 30% lower in Canada than in the United States. Now, some people, first of all, that'll stop you in your tracks. But there will be people who will say, well, we're smaller. We have a smaller population. We don't have the kind of influence that they have. And all of that is true. But we have potential. And please tell us why Canada's low productivity exists. Why is it there? It exists because the business environment is just not good enough to drive significant investment. So if you look at the amount of money, uh, of the amount of in private investment in the non-residential sphere uh, per worker, in Canada, it's about $17,000 per worker per year, which, you know, seems pretty good. But in the U.S., private non-residential private investment per worker is about $27,000 per year. That means that there's an extra 10000 per worker that's invested in uh, new machinery, new production methods, new things that basically mean that every hour worked by the Americans is just producing that, li- that little bit more value every single year. Whereas in Canada, we've been lagging in terms of private investment for years and years and years. Uh, the Trudeau Liberals were talking about it back in 2015. They said we're going to run you know, a, a few tiny deficits to try and kickstart the economy again and solve that issue. Uh, but eight years in, um, they've, they've run some significant deficits, and it just hasn't solved the issue. We seem to be going in the wrong direction. Right. So instead, instead of going with a, an approach that is more focused on government spending, uh, government subsidies, we should rather see what we can do to unleash private investment. And that's the good news about it is we know how to do it. Yes, we do. I mean, it's it's a matter of taxes. The lower the taxes, the more the more attractive it is for private investors to invest yeah. their money here because yeah. yeah. the return's better. And the second thing is a matter of regulation, because if it takes years and years and years to go through all the bureaucratic hurdles to get a project done, well, that costs money. That's also lost profits. And when investors look and they're comparing where to uh, between the different countries where to invest their money, well. They just seem to invest more in Germany, in the U.S., in Sweden, in France, in Italy. They do here, unfortunately. Because they don't run into the regulatory and bureaucratic interference that they run into here, which is exactly what Mr. Stronach was talking about. The regulatory, one bureaucrat just gives birth, as it were, metaphorically to many more. The regulatory interference to investing in this country is so significant that investors just look elsewhere because they spend a lot of money waiting for regulatory approval. That's another thing we talked about. That's what uh, Premier Smith was talking to us about as well. So we're number six of seven. That's not good. It, it really isn't. It's not good. Uh, and and we, we, could do, we could do much better. I mean, we used to be so much uh, doing so much better. I believe back in the 80s, we were number four. Which, again, not number one, but definitely way better than number six. That is very, very much better, yeah. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 